Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And a very pleasant good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome into Life Planning 101. We have a special surprise this morning. No Angela Robinson, but we have the Kennedy boys in here today. We got uh, Jim and Aaron in here to do Life Planning 101. Good morning, gentlemen. Good, good morning. Good morning. Always glad to have you all in to talk uh, life planning. It's not just a money show. It's a life planning show. And what do you all have on tap for us today? Great to be here hate to have Angela missing but she's out on the road today so gladly stepping in and going to see if we can fill those shoes of hers Uh, I don't uh, think that'll ever happen no (laughs) (laughs) well uh, you know haven't been on in a while and I thought we'd uh, give a slight market update and give everybody an idea of what's going on still in a lot of crazy times right now and a lot of confusion of what to do you know 2020 has been a remarkable year for the market. We haven't seen this kind of price action since uh, 1999, you know, and that was another remarkable time. And really what happened to, to both of those times is, you know, we saw unfathomable valuations for growth stocks and value stocks were in the dumpster. And we have not seen that kind of discrepancy in in 20 years but here we are again today where you know the nasdaq which is basically six stocks it's up 27 percent year to date and value stocks are down 11. so how is that we're still performing in the same exact economy you know there's a lot of difference in the time frames you know back in 99 a lot of those companies that did so well did not have earnings and you know, we're pretty much shells of companies, and they were just an idea of the future. And that idea paid out, but, you know, it took a long time to do it. Uh, today, we have companies that are actually earning, like, you know, Microsoft, Apple. These companies are just knocking it through the roof, but there's still lots of speculation out there. Uh, look at Zoom. You know, that, that stock has gone through the roof. Who couldn't go in and replace Zoom tomorrow? <laughs> you yeah. know, there's there's no moat. DocuSign is the same way. We use DocuSign. It's a great company. But I'm also closing on a house, and they're using a different company that's not DocuSign that does the same thing. So should it be as valuable as it is right now? Look at Tesla. Tesla's bigger than ever, uh, ever car maker in the U.S., ever car maker in Europe, and ever car maker in Japan. Think about that. Wow. But but think about this. It's bigger than all of them combined. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Apple just uh, did a stock split, and Tesla did just did a stock split, and their their stocks increased by 50%. 50%. Unbelievable. You, you know, if everybody knows what a stock split is, think of a, a pizza. And I cut the pizza, pizza in four pieces, and... Let's say the pizza is worth $4 or $10. So that's uh, $2.50 a piece. Now I cut it into 10 pieces, right? So that should be a dollar a piece. 
but no, because we cut it in 10 pieces, the pizza's now worth $40. <laughs> that's a stock split, and that's what happened to Apple and Tesla. It doesn't make any sense. I'll buy some pizzas. <laughs> yeah, so... That, you know, that's 101 simplicity right there. That's right. I like that. I do, too. But we're in a strange time. You know, we're right in the middle of corona. Nobody knows what to do. We know... We know where our, our general economy is going, and it is getting away from from big business or big buildings. You know, everybody will be working, not everybody, but we will be working more from home. Technology is going to drive us there, you know. But should these companies in these stages where we're at today be worth as much as they are? And that's kind of scary. Yeah. Very, very scary. You know, looking at just strictly... Strictly a price standpoint, if, if you look at the NASDAQ for every earning, every dollar of earning that's in the NASDAQ, you're paying $34 right now. On average in the market, you pay 15 So it, it is more than double than what the stock average is. Um, and there's, there's lots of reasons for that. You know, we have the, we're, we're printing lots of money right now. Interest rates are near zero. I was reading this morning that it's very much like 1999, except now you can trade stocks while you're in the bathroom. You know, Robin Hood. This is a new phenomenon where you don't even you don't even have to know what you're doing to be buying and selling stocks. Uh, there's a company called Hertz. You know, the the company that rents out cars in bankruptcy. The equity earnings will be wiped out if you're a stock owner. You'll be wiped out to zero. We see it jump up 100% a day. People are buying and selling that thing like crazy. Well, it's, you know, uh, since the coronavirus has come in, a lot of people are locked into their homes and they're they're not out. They're not going to Vegas. Right. And the stock market's become the new Vegas. The new gambling side. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, it's crazy. But we need to take our first break, and uh, when we come back, we'll have a lot more on Life Planning 101 right here on KATX KWBY. And welcome back. Segment two, Life Planning 101, right here on KTX KDY. We have Jim and Aaron Kennedy with us again, and uh, Aaron's giving us some market updates. Some remarkable things going on, Aaron. Very remarkable. I got a couple of tips, and then uh, turn it over, and we're going to start talking about uh, some planning issues. But, you know, if you've been very heavily invested in technology, uh, you've had a fantastic year. You've had a great run for a decade now. It'll probably be a wise time to rebalance and kind of take some of those gains and put it into some things that haven't done as well this year. Because very, very, very few times in history do you get that kind of discrepancy of being a major part of your portfolio up 30% and then a major part of it down. So it's, it'd be a very good time to rebalance. And when you're rebalancing, you know, there's a, there's a spectrum of things that you can invest in from the deepest of value think uh, Carnival or, you know, some of the travel stocks to your core S&P all the way up to the very speculative growth, you know, and I, I don't know if I would go all the way down to Carnival at this time, but you might go just a little bit, a little bit more value than S&P because there's still some great companies out there that you can get dirt cheap and companies that are going to be around forever. So you might, might as well be able to pick those up. Uh, today at just wonderful prices. Yeah, and as soon as they get a, a handle on this coronavirus, you know people are going to travel and 
you know, the planes will be back in the air and the ships will be back at sea. And yes. you know, there's that's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. When, yeah. Yeah. So when I, I was reading, there was a great, great quote I read. Uh, bubbles are, are very easy to spot, but you just cannot tell the duration of how long they're going to go on. Right. They'll, they'll prove you wrong a long time. You, you'll grow broke before you finally get to say, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, people, there's a lot more people investing in the market today than there was in 1999. And if people were investing in 99, they'll remember this because everyone was running toward tech, 98, 99. And the tech stocks dropped up to 90%. You know, and that was yes. a huge drop. So you don't see your portfolio go down by that much when as the value stocks, they went down. But they were down basically around 20 22% at the beginning, then went down to 11%, then I think a 9% the next year. But uh, at least they didn't drop 90%, you know. Right. And so it's just a good idea to rebalance your portfolio. And, you know, everybody thinks that this is going to go on forever, especially your newer investors or people that don't have the experience in the market. Lots of changes. Lots of changes. Lots of changes. <laughs> sure are. So... I think what Aaron's kind of saying in one way is, you know, watch where your money goes, watch where you spend. And so one of the things that we thought we'd talk about today, and we talk about this a lot in our office, is cash flow. You know, the number one thing that we see that creates problems with planning for people that want to plan for their future, and whether it's future or current planning, is cash flow. You have to know where your money goes. And just a short story, the Vanderbilts were the wealthiest family back in the 1800s, and uh, they built the railroads, passed on more wealth to their children than anyone else, and bulk of that going to a son, which he actually doubled his wealth, but you know the planning from that point forward, they built Vanderbilt University, we all know about, and, and they continue to have problems with his inner family or spending, and just reading the history of the Vanderbilts, uh, the ones that received a lot of that wealth, they always wanted the biggest, the best, and they wanted to spend that money. And, uh, you know, we see this quite often as just something as simple as, I want a bigger screen TV. I want a nicer car. I want the one that's got all the bells and whistles on it. When the other one is the same vehicle, it just may not have quite as many bells and whistles. But once you spend that dollar, it doesn't come back to you, and uh, it's gone forever. And the Vanderbilt had a, a reunion at the Vanderbilt University, and I think there's over 120 descendants of the Vanderbilt. There was not one millionaire at that reunion. Wow. So that says a lot. That tells you tremendously how undisciplined you know, we are as a whole. You know, and if we can just get control on what we spend and sit down and look at how many dollars come in and how many dollars go out, it doesn't matter whether you're starting out in life at a very low wage, low income, or you've got lots of money. We've seen people with lots of money uh, spend down their wealth. And before long, they don't have it. It's gone. And it's just because of uncontrolled spending. We look, uh, you know, at our habits. We want something bigger, better, more, eat out more. You know, we do everything we do. We seem to want to spend 
more and more money. And it may be spending on the spouses. It may be spending on the kids, the grandkids. It, it may be spending just on yourself, you know. But we just don't think that it's ever going to end. But it, it does. You right. know, it does end. And uh, I think that's, you know, you can do, you can have all the planning software. We I know Aaron and I talk about this a lot and Angela. We see all this free stuff that they offer on the internet, you know, do your own plan, do this, and, you know, go through the process. But it doesn't change your spending habits, you know, in most cases. You want to make sure that you look at what dollars you have to spend, what you need to spend, and you need to be saving money as well as spending money. And that's one thing we forget to do sometimes. And, you know, we just, you never know when that day is going to come that you have to retire, or you need to retire. We see this all the time where people get hurt and they get some kind of, you know, tragic thing happened in their life. could be cancer, you know. It could be a loss of a spouse. You know, it could be this, you know, you take right now with the coronavirus, we've seen a huge change in revenue with restaurants. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know, so anyone that's in the restaurant business, you know, where do they've always put their money? They put it back in the restaurant. And now what's the value of that restaurant? Not near what it was. Not what it was. A year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And can they survive this downturn? Can they survive? Have they got enough money, enough assets to survive this? Can they get them? The answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I've met with a lot of people over the last several months. And, uh, what we're talking about now is one of the main talking points that we always have is about cash flow. And I haven't talked to a single person that says I'm struggling right now with my cash flow. Everybody says, hey, my bank account's growing like crazy. I'm not spending any money whatsoever. I'm not even going out to eat. And that, just what we're talking about there, going out to eat, that is such a large expenditure for people every single week. And since that's gone. No movies? No movies. No movie nights? Yeah. That's right. That saves you 50 bucks every time. Right. So. And these are the little things that just start to stack up over time. Well, you that's think what about happened your, to the Vanderbilt. That's right. Well, you think about your car, how much less you drive. Yeah. You know, you're not going to Fort Worth on the weekends or, you know, the big city or, or spending, you know, spending time out. And those meals, you know, we you go to eat a meal out, you know, you, you look and if you're not careful, your drinks are more than your meal. Yeah. You know, my kids grew up not liking me because I would not allow them to buy drinks at restaurants because two dollars <laughs> and there's six of us mm-hmm. that's 12 bucks uh-huh. yeah, that's right yeah we have a great story with that you know we we, uh, we always drink water when we went out to eat because uh, you know I do for that very same reason but you know those disciplines is they'll carry with you through your whole life but you have to create those disciplines and uh, it's just something that we have to live with because you know, there's nothing worse than looking at your bank account and wondering why it keeps going down every month, you know, right. and you've got to sit down and study it and decide I can do without this, you know, and especially the older generation, we all remember the, you know, we, what we didn't get or didn't have or, you know, and we never missed it. The, it seems like the younger generation, they never lacked for having it, but all they had to do was ask for it. But there's a cost with that. You know, and that's what we have to understand that what is it going to cost me to keep spending this money? And uh, we always talk when speaking of businesses just a second, but we always said cash is king. 
So you really can't save too much money. Right. And I think people forget that. Absolutely. Gentlemen, let's take our final break and come back and wrap things up right here on Life Planning 101 on KTX KWBY. Final segment, Life Planning 101, right here on KTX KWY. Jim, I think I heard you talk about tax planning. Oh, yeah. Don't we love taxes? I mean, it's uh, something that we always look for. Necessary evil. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I thought we'd uh, wrap up this uh, show with uh, talking a little bit about some things that could be done for year-end tax planning. You know, here we are in the last quarter, so people are usually pretty busy. And as uh, just some ideas that if you haven't uh, thought about these or if you haven't talked to your CPA or your financial advisor, planner, you know, um, did your own study and whatever you you might want to think about. But one thing, 2020 is could be a good year to do some Roth conversions. Yeah. You know, our tax rates are low right now, but 2025, they go back up, you know. And, and of course, if we have a change in, you know, leadership, it could go up quicker than that. Uh, so if your income is such that, that uh, your taxes that are a lower amount, you might want to consider converting to, to Roth because Roth gives you your IRA to Roth, which gives you tax-free income. And uh, what's wrong with tax-free income? You know, the question is, do you think taxes are going to go up or go down or stay the same? No, they're going to go up. Yeah, so if we could pay our taxes today with the, the rates that we are living with today, would that be better for our long-term planning? And there's a good chance that could happen. So, so especially if you uh, maybe your income's been cut but you have the capability to convert some of that money to Roth, that would be a good thing and to if do. You're, a lot of people are worried about what's going to happen in November, you know. And so if the market does go down, whatever happens, you know, what a great way to take advantage of that is to take that money that's dropped in value and scoot it over to a Roth. Sure. And would that not be awesome if you got 50% off or even 30% off? I mean, that could be a hugely positive thing so everything that can happen that's a negative can equally be a positive it just depends on how you look at it and and what you want to do with it that's right (laughs) right you know turn your negatives into a positive yeah so that you know taking advantage of that market at the same time taking advantage of this lower tax rate those two comp those two things as a combination hand in hand might be the last time it could be it could be the last time in addition to that, just an IRA distribution. You don't want to convert it, but you can take money out of your IRA. And a couple of things to look at there is if, you know, maybe not before you get you get in that next tax bracket, take it out of the current tax bracket up to that level. The other thing is, is that people are retired, <clears throat> they're paying taxes on their Social Security. You know, so you know if you can pull out that IRA without increasing your tax on your Social Security. That would be a way to manage that distribution. And the fact, too, is, you know, again, you just ask yourself that same question. Would it be better to take it out now, pay a little higher tax, or do I think it's going to go up even higher than that next tax bracket, which very well could happen. So that's number two. Number three would be a lot of people are very charitable, and they want to gift. Well, you know, gifting right now, we've lost some of our deductions. But if you're over 70 and a half, you can give what they through a qualified uh, charitable distribution. So if you give to your church, for example, you can take money straight out of your IRA account and gift that to the church. 
and gift it to a non-charitable organization, and it doesn't show up as income. That's a big write-off for people. And you think about this, a lot of people don't think about it, but you might want to advance that gift. You can gift up to $100,000 and not paying tax on it. If you were given 20000 a year, give five years worth of gifting right now and be done with that for five years. Mm-hmm. And uh, that could help you out tax-wise. Because, again, again, if the change of election changes leadership, uh, the taxes go up, these are things that can help you with your deductions. Yeah. And they did stop the RMD for 2020. You don't have to take that this year. But just because they did away with that doesn't mean you have to stop your qualified charitable distributions. Right. You can still give to your church or any kind of charitable organization. Yeah. You can't give the donor advised funds. Even It's got to go directly to an right. organization. But just because you don't take your RMD doesn't mean that you have to stop your your QCDs. So. Right. That's number three. Number four is just gifting. Uh there's a lot of wealth out there, and um, you know the estate tax laws are going to. They're, they're again, they could change from where they are right now. They're eleven million five hundred eighty thousand dollars that you can pass on per person. So, husband and wife can pass on twenty three million one hundred sixty thousand dollars. So that's a lot. So if you have a large estate, it's a wonderful time to think about maybe gifting part of that estate now to your children rather than waiting, waiting, you know, because it's going to go back to $5 million per person. So it's go back to from $23 million down to $10 million. So for most of us, that's not a big, you know, that's nothing to worry about. But for those that are do have some wealth, that's a huge opportunity to start planning. And that brings in, you know, all those things we talked about, the Vanderbilts don't make the mistakes that they did by not setting the guidelines and, you know, laying out that money so it lasts for generations yeah. to come, you know. And so, that is such a huge number. You know, a lot of the times we don't think about it. But where we're at, you know, a lot of people own land. So if you do own land, it's not that difficult to get that high of a value for sure. gifting. It can sneak up on you in a hurry. Very fast. Yeah. So there's uh, three types of gifting. You can gift $15,000 per person or to any way you, one you want to. Every year, you can have unlimited gifts for direct payments to tuition or medical expenses. So you've got kids, grandkids in school. And then you've got your estate planning gift that you can give, your lifetime exclusion, which is a good thing. And the last thing is just update your estate plan. There's so much that needs to be done with that. So it can save you a lot of taxes. All right, gentlemen, fantastic. Always a pleasure having you in. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent. Independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group LLC.